Hi, this is K.S. Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerber Podcast. And today I wanted to discuss a show on Hulu called Dollface. It's an American comedy web television series created by Jordan Wise that premiered on November 15th of 2019 on Hulu. It stars Kat Dennings, Brenda Song, Shay Mitchell, and Esther Povisky. In January of 2020 this year, Hulu renewed the series for a second season. The premise follows uh, a young woman who, after being dumped by her long-time boyfriend, must deal with her own imagination in order to literally and metaphorically re-enter the world of women and rekindle the female friendships she left behind. So the main cast and characters are Kat Dennings as Jules Wiley, a woman who works as a web designer at a wellness company called Womb, and that's Womb as in W-O-O-M. Brenda Song as Madison Maxwell, a PR expert and Jules' best friend from college, who she recently reconnects with. Shay Mitchell as Stella Cole, Jules' other best friend from college, who she recently also reconnects with. And Esther, Esther Pavinsky as Izzy Levine, one of Jules' co-workers at Womb, who becomes friends with her. The recurring characters are Beth Grant as the cat lady who was, um, when they were first advertising the show, she was the reason why I was interested in it initially. It was like, who, who is this, uh, this cat lady? I guess what we all fear as women is being that old cat lady. So I'm, I'm glad I, I got back into it. Uh, Connor Hines as Jeremy, Jules' ex-boyfriend. Brianna Howie as Allison B., one of Jules' co-workers at Womb. Vela Lavelle, Vela as in V, V, uh, V as in Victor, Vela Lavelle as Allison S as in Sam, one of uh, Jules' other co-workers at Womb, Maylene Ackerman as Celeste, the CEO of Womb, and Goren, I'm not sure if it's Vesnik or Vesjek as Colin, who um, plays Madison's older boyfriend, um, a doctor who claims that he's currently going through a divorce. Um, that, and she kind of like keeps a secret for a while, but, um, yeah, that's him. And then guest stars are just a bunch of them. So I'll just randomly name some. So you have Dave Coulier, Joey Lawrence, uh, Camilla Bell, Macaulay Culkin, Marvel Robbie, who's also one of the producers on the show, um, guest stars in the episode for a couple minutes uh, Nikki Reed, uh, Matthew Gray Goobler, uh, who else? Uh, Esther, Esther I believe is how you pronounce her name. I apologize if it's, apologize if it's incorrect. And Michael and Garano. And when I saw him on there, I was, um, a little sad that he didn't have a bigger role. Uh, hopefully, uh, he comes back at some point. What I love about the show is the friendship. Sometimes it's steadfast against outside influences. At times it crumbles from the inside out. It's an exaggeration on how we as women process the world around us, either in the workplace requesting a raise, sitting and having lunch with coworkers, to casual rebound sex and something called monogamy shaming, which is brand new to me. And um pretending to <laughs> pretending a plain sweatshirt still counts as a work shirt. And when I heard that, I felt attacked like like come on now like a plain plain sweatshirt with some uh leggings or some pants at work 
Uh, I still consider that work clothes. I still consider that nice enough to go out in, but apparently Madison didn't think so. All in all, Dollface focuses on being honest with yourself as a person, your needs and wants out of life, and not thinking you have to change who you are at the core in order to get that, including with your uh, closest friends, and in this case, your significant other. Other all-female comedies I'd like to mention that show uh, girl power in no particular order or importance are uh, Bridesmaids, Girls Trip, Waiting to Exhale, The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, Mean Girls, the TV show Charlie's Angels, Living Single, Golden Girls, The L Word, Charmed, uh, Desperate Housewives, and Girlfriends. The thing is, a movie or TV show with an all-male cast is just that. It's just a movie or a TV show. But when it's all women, the subject is either usually a wedding or some type of girl's trip. Rarely is it about women hanging out and being themselves. They're competing against one another or one of them is being cheated on. The others know, but they're too afraid to say anything because she won't be able to handle the accusations or something. Or simply, she just simply won't believe them. So then there's the possibility of jealousy, which she would rather imagine is there instead of her significant other has been unfaithful and betrayed by, uh, has betrayed her. Some bubble has to be popped in the friend group for whatever reason. When women get around each other, there's all, they're always, or just say not they, or like we, I include myself in that. We're always put up against one another. We can't just be... <laughs> Uh, we can't just be assholes to other people we don't know or care about and not to each other like the men. Don't get me wrong, you shouldn't treat anyone poorly or be an asshole to anybody. But, you know, let's be honest, you're not going to go out of your way for a stranger like you would one of your friends or at least someone you're a bit more familiar with. And what's with this pseudo-feminism BS? In one of the episodes that really... uh upset me about that it was about the women's march i was like it, there really was no reason for that to begin with i don't know why they even and no don't get me wrong you have to kind of like do a feminist episode when you have an all-female uh cast like this but um it's just you know as women we have to side with other women in on every subject in every case, or we're not feminist, feminist, or we're anti-woman. Again, initially pitting us up against one another, and then bringing us back together after a drastic and dramatic event. That's it. It, it puts everything in perspective. Of why does it have to be like that to begin with? So, like I said, they did an episode towards the end of the season where, like, everything was starting to come to a head, and they did a, a women's march slash feminism episode and i like the idea of it but i don't think it i mean they executed it properly and they got what they wanted across but it's like why do we have to have that to begin with i mean we're all adults here we all know what's really going on you know are we really behaving like this but apparently we are another reason why i didn't really like the women's march episode it i mean it kind of not triggered i wouldn't use that word but i guess that's the word everyone's using it kind of um triggered something in me that reminded me that you shouldn't be friends with your boss and tread extremely lightly when being friendly with co-workers your friends shouldn't be linked 
to your income. Being friendly and cordial and being actual friends who hang out with one another after work and know the ins and outs of each other's lives, in my opinion, is is just too much and it's tricky. Maybe this is just my social conditioning to abide by the status quo of work and home relationships should be separate. But I've been lied on and manipulated by other women in the workplace, co-workers, and supervisors alike. So I assumed who I assumed I was friends with. All in all, when your livelihood is on the line, friendships go out the window. And although we're left hanging in regards to what happens to Jules and Izzy's job at Womb, I believe uh, I, I believe they stick together regardless of what happens in a new season. I, I would hope they would stick together since they've been through so much in such a short period of time. Um, I don't want to say too much about the episode. I, I really truly believe you have to watch it and form your own opinion about it. When you think about it, and I think that's why this makes me so upset, it's because that's all I've done is think about this, is that men don't give a crap about stuff like this. They don't care about what's going on uh, in their friend group like that, like who's cheating on who, who's being deceptive, or if someone doesn't like them. When men fight and argue, they do it right then and then, and it's subtle. But when a man does care about what's happening with the people around him and how others perceive him, that's a quote-unquote female thing. That That's what women do. It's automatically a woman thing. And not the fact that he may need to reevaluate the relationships he has with the people around him. Then again, he may not give a crap because um, men just don't think that way or that's what I'm led to believe by today's entertainment in that that hellhole called social media the whole point of what i'm trying to convey here is that women can't just be around each other and be friends we have to have some type of connection with a man in order for the audience to care about that woman character jules gets unexpectedly dumped by her long-term boyfriend madison is dating a very much still married man even though he told her he was going to do a divorce and celeste's hard girl boss shell starts to soften when we discover not only is that same man her husband but they don't ever get to see each other and she's having doubts about their marriage because he wants to have kids and she doesn't with women characters they're portrayed with this hard shell and perfect life until something drastic happens usually in association with a man and then the multifaceted person who's complicated and hurting finally comes out. Why couldn't we have seen that in the beginning? Maybe because there are too many personalities in the room and the producers don't want to introduce too much at once, which makes sense. And if you think about it, that's how most of us live our lives. We hide behind our work and families so we don't have to expose our vulnerabilities even to those people who are close to us. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for all-female comedies, dramas, you know, ensemble casts. I'm all for girl power. We as women need female friends. When the show depicted uh, quote-unquote guy girls, I was terrified. Nobody wants to be seen as that woman who constantly caters to male needs and desires. But a lot of us are like that, especially when we were younger and ignorant to our influence and impact on the world um, around us, especially if we stick together. And a lot of us actually still like that. And above all else, just at the end of the day, you need woman friends. 
Men can be great to have around regardless of your actual relationship with him. The sexes can influence, both sexes, I should say, can influence each other in a non-sexual, physical way, and it still works. There are plenty of uh, crappy women out there to hate on and to kick out of your life, but once you find a few women who aren't as crappy, <laughs> who understands your life and you can tolerate, you want to do the work to have each other in your life, I would strongly suggest hanging on to them. You know, in this case, Jules had those women in her life, but she dropped them to be with her boyfriend, Jeremy, and she became a guy girl. She threw all her own wants and needs out the window to please him. And it's not like he wanted her to do that, but she did it anyway, assuming that if she did, he would love her more. He would stay with her, and in this case, it really didn't matter to him. So she ended up reconnecting, at least attempting to reconnect with her college girlfriends. It's still on shaky grounds right now, but hopefully in the second season, they come back together stronger than other. And, you know, life is scary enough. Why go through it alone? Again, this has been K.S. Garner, and you have been listening to the Solo Nerdboard Podcast. Uh, this has been my review for Season 1 of Dollface, currently on Hulu. And I apologize, I have animals in the house. Uh, you might have heard my dog barking. It, I mean, the mic picks up everything, so I apologize for that. But again, thank you for listening.